0: Welcome to this segment from J-Revolution. We are a non-profit evangelism and discipleship organization aiming to evangelize and disciple the lost as well as help believers deepen their relationship and intimacy with God. We hope that you will be greatly blessed by this segment taken from our J-Revolution NeoGenesis program.
1: Flesh and the Spirit Even though we receive the Holy Spirit when we get saved, it does not stop us from wanting things that are outside of the will of God. We live in a fleshly body which still has fleshly sinful desires and is subject to temptation even though our spirit man has been reborn. As a Christian you must decide if you will walk according to the Spirit or otherwise be controlled by your flesh and its desires. Let's read Galatians 5. 16 to 26. So I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh, for the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. If you choose to walk according to your flesh, you will not be able to develop in your relationship with God and grow spiritually and there are serious consequences to walking in the flesh, just as there are consequences to sin as we have reviewed in session one. As you may be new in your relationship with God, it is very important to make the decision to walk according to the spirit and not according to your flesh. Sometimes you may face strong inner battles, but ultimately the one you feed, be it your flesh or your spirit, will be the one that wins that battle. The Battle of the Mind There will be a battle between your flesh and your spirit taking place within your mind. The area of your soul, mind and emotions is the place where you'll make very important decisions as to how you will live, including the decision as to either follow God or follow your flesh and its desires. That is why renewing your mind with the Word of God by reading it and absorbing it every day is so critical you feed your spirit through prayer and the word of god and if you want to make the right decisions for the remainder of your life you need to commit to this the holy spirit will be your helper in this if you choose to depend on him romans 8:5 says those who live according to the flesh have their mind set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their mind set on what the Spirit desires. Very important, you can feed your spirit or you can feed your flesh. Not feeding your spirit at all will cause you to walk in the flesh and the result will be that you ultimately feel miserable, empty, stressed, unhappy and can easily fall into sin. All the short-term sinful pleasure and behavior that you think will help you feel better will only serve to make you worse off in the long-term. So, the question is, will you feed your spirit or your flesh? Choose to starve your flesh and the desires it wants to follow, which can be very painful at the beginning, and feed your spirit. If you do this, you will ultimately find peace, joy and contentment. Galatians 522 26 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. By following the Holy Spirit and feeding our spirit man, we will be sanctified. When Paul, who wrote much of the New Testament, described himself to the church, he used these words sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Titus 3.5 says, He saved us, not on the basis of deeds which we have done in righteousness, but according to His mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit working with the Word of God is key for us in this process of sanctification replacing our old way of thinking, behaving, and habits that exist in our soul. If you do not go through the process of sanctification, replacing your old way of thinking, behaving, and habits, your impact here on earth will be limited, and you would not be able to mature into the person God intended you to be, or be able to fulfill your purpose and destiny that you were created for. Going through the process means you need to make the decision to commit to it. John 14:16 says, And I will pray to the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever.
0: is our guide Romans 8:14 says for all who are being led by the Spirit of God these are sons of God the Holy Spirit guides us and leads us if we allow him just as a GPS would guide you to your destination he is the one who clearly sees who we are and where we are going therefore it would be a good idea to listen to the directions or we may end up getting lost He is a gentleman and respects our free will. He will never force you to follow his promptings and direction. But if you allow him to lead you, your life will be transformed and you will start to see the change within you. You will probably look back and wonder how it was possible. This is what we call inside-out change and this change happens through the Word and the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the convictor. Not only will he help us overcome areas of weakness, but he will also convict us when we do something that is contradictory to the nature of God or sinful. When we allow him to lead us, we find ourselves being warned when we are tempted to enter into sin, or to walk away from sin if sin is already present in our lives. This is called conviction. The Holy Spirit gives you a warning. Many people would call it a conscience or gut feeling. It's actually a warning by your relationship with Him that you shouldn't do something that you want to do that would be harmful to you. He ensures that you don't entertain sin and helps you put a stop to it before it has any effect or impact in your life. John chapter 16 verses 8 to 11 says... And he, when he comes, will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. And concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you no longer see me. And concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world has been judged. The Holy Spirit is the power. Jesus did what Adam couldn't. When Adam was tempted, he fell. But when Jesus was tempted, he was without sin. He overcame. Look at the following scripture highlighting the importance of the Holy Spirit leading you to live an overcoming life. Luke chapter 4 verse 14 says, And Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through all the surrounding district. There is a remarkable strength that comes from the Spirit of God which is at work in all our lives. We all need to submit to him like Christ did and then we are able to see his power at work through us. God designed us to display his power but to display true power we need to display true character and character is built through this relationship with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the teacher. The Holy Spirit can show you who Christ is, and if you allow Him to, He will guide you into the truth about Christ and the Word of God. He is like a map pointing you to the right places. He will show you parts of Christ, the deep treasure He only knows. He will reveal things to you in the Bible that will help you understand and become wise, and this will help you live your day to day life effectively. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 13b says, Be taught by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit reveals things to us that no one can show us about Christ, the Word of God, and the Father. Although we go to church and have a community and family around us who teach us about the person of Christ and who he is, they would and should do this through the prompting and guiding of the Holy Spirit. We should also enter into a, into a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit to know Him, just as we would in a close relationship with someone we care about. One Corinthians chapter two verse ten says, "For to us God revealed them through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God." As the Scripture above clearly states. We cannot know the thoughts of God or who he is outside of this relationship with the Holy Spirit. Trying to know who God is without the Holy Spirit is like lying on the floor of a great city and thinking you have seen it all. It looks rather daunting and confusing and you may ask yourself how you will ever understand it all but a relationship awaits you that will reveal so much more than your mind could ever comprehend. Thank you for taking the time to listen. We hope you enjoyed this segment from our J Revolution Neogenesis program. For access to our full program and other free resources we have available to help you deepen your relationship with God, visit us at www.jrevolution.net.